I was going to say, um, with COVID, that like, I mean, you guys would have taken a hit, like, massive. I mean, the whole thing is interaction. Yes. What did you do? Did you get any support from the government during that time? Oh, fuck no. None at all? Fuck no. We're, we're, we're the last, you know, you, you saw over the media, they spoke about tourism and, and all the other industries. Entertainment industry, even the arts, arts and entertainment industry was last. Yeah, they or, got nothing. Got nothing. And out of the arts and entertainment industry... The adult entertainment is right at the end. Yeah, it's the most consistent, longest running out of... It's right at the end. I mean, brothel managers and that might have have got... Yeah. ...stuff because it's an actual premise or something like that. But the individual sole trader like myself, unless the, the rules to get, like, the COVID payments and all that, they would have to fill out... You know, all their tax returns, business returns, and it's still a fairly cash-in-hand black sort of black economy. Have you been approached to work in, like, to do brothel work or work through an agency? Yeah. I've, thought- I've, I've, gone, I've gone to brothels and, uh, I mean, but too goth, too old, or too, too much of a niche market. Even for agency, though? Because agencies sort of tend to do yes, niche even, even for even for just stripping as well. A lot of strip agencies won't take me on because... Uh, I remember one place said, I've got too much experience. How, how can you have too much experience? That was my question to them. I just got no reply back. <laughs> Someone with like that kind of niche, you know what I mean? You want to capitalize on it. Um, that's what I said. I said, <laughs> you know, I said, look, come Halloween. Yeah. I mean, who are they going to call? Apart from the Ghostbusters, they're going to call me. <laughs> uh, so, you know, <laughs> um, you know, Twilight did wonders for my business when that came out all those years. I was literally booked six months in advance for Halloween. Really? Six months in advance, I was booked for strip shows as Melbourne and Australia's only gothic male stripper. <laughs> Shit, I never even thought that people would want yep. a gothic stripper at a Halloween party. Yep. How long is your normal set take for a strip? Um, for the for the basic show, it's anywhere between eight ten minutes. Actually, here's a question. Yes, here's a question on that. On here's an I've answer. Actually, I've actually taken. Yeah, I've I've sort of glossed over your stripping thing. Have I mentioned before about clients changing up the service agreement halfway through? What about stripping? If you've gone to stripping gigs, have you found okay. that people? So if I've gone to the stripping gig and they've, I love how you have an answer ready for this. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Um, it's all business. Um, okay, so they've employed me for a G-string show. Yep. Okay, so that is, I believe, it's one eighty on the on my website uh, from memory. Don't quote me on that. Spruik away, like it's yeah, fine. I will, I will. <laughs> Hang on, I've got my phone here. I've got reception. I'll just check my website prices. I had to do it today for my driving services. Um, okay, strip shows. Here we go. Right. Oh, no. Okay, so I've got G-String as a $200 strip show. Yeah. Now, that's eight, ten minutes. Now, if they, if I turn up and they go, look, we want to make it a bit more raunchy, well, I said, that's that's fine. That's, that's $220. Yeah. Um, oh, do you think you can go full nude? I'm going, well, hang on. Let's check the venue first. Private house, not a problem. We can go full nude. You want to make it raunchy? You know, and they go, what do you mean by that? And I said, well, 
It's going to get little, little hands on, okay? A little hands it's on. It's going to get messy. No, no. Messy's one level up. It's going to get hands on. Okay, okay. We'll do that. It's no, it's no much more different, especially if I don't have a previous booking. All I have to do is tell my security. This I'm, is happening now. I'm now doing a 20-minute show instead of a 10-minute show. And generally, my security is in there collecting all my clothes so they don't run away with my underwear. Which has happened before. Really? Which what, is, what do you mean? Uh, they stole a, they stole a G, uh, one show. They stole a G string from me. Why? I don't know. Souvenir, I guess. <laughs> Fuck me. That's okay. I had a spare one in my boots. <laughs> that's why the boots don't come off. Really? That's, yeah. the, that's the, 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 the boots rule? Don't, the boots don't come off because there's a spare, spare, spare key to the car, spare G string, and that's where I keep my cash. How long did it take so you to, to, to <laughs> How long did it take for you to learn that? To make that a thing? Um, that when I when I took on when I took on stripping, um, my dance teacher actually said, you know, have somewhere secure for yeah wallet, wallet, keys, phone, yeah. things like that, and I don't take the boots off. Everything else is velcro, so the boots stay on; they're not coming off. <laughs> so, and with the boots I wear, it's just easy to slip it inside the boots. See, that's. That's something that normal people wouldn't even consider. Yeah. But when when you say, oh, do they want to change the booking? If they go, I have had, I've turned up, done a strip show. But, you know, one of the girls go, oh, you know, what else do you do? <laughs> With that coy look in your face. <laughs> and I've gone, well, I do. Well, madam. <laughs> I do lots of things. Here's my website. <laughs> Here's a business card. I'm current, and I immediately say, no, I can't right now because I've got another booking. booking. Yeah, and could be could be complete BS. It could be true. They don't know. But, going, but if you'd like, here's the business card. Feel free to contact me, and we can have a discussion. So I'm not saying no to them. It's not now. It is on my terms. It's yeah. my business. It's on my terms. See, because I've run into that like. I used to like organize boxes and stuff for, for mates, and you go to like you go to one box, you've gone to a hundred. You know, yep. like I can handle myself. I, I can control myself. There's a, a topless woman there, like relax. You know what I mean? And then you get idiots. You know, start drinking a bit and like, oh yeah, she's in me. Like, dude, she's doing her job. Like, yeah, she she doesn't care, and she's out of here in twenty minutes. No, 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 no. It's like, relax. Go get another drink. Sit down. Shut up. Like. I've had to pull so many dudes in line. You know? I was I was at a recent Bucks party. There was one guy trying to get all the waitresses' numbers. I've gone. I've gone. And and they were comparing who they were actually running a competition on who got who got waitresses' numbers. I've gone, fellas. I've gone. I don't get their numbers. I hand out business cards. I handed out one to one of the girls. I've gone. If you girls actually want a night off. Feel free to hire someone who's actually in the trade. I said, but I said to the gentleman, I said, guys, I said, they're not going to call you. I said, do you know how many numbers they'll get per night? I said, you've, you've gone about it the wrong way. That's not the way to do it. Where, and I go, hang on. You hand, I saw you hand a biscuit. Gun. I said, yeah, I did. Because. I'm in the adult entertainment. Those ladies also need a night off 
and they want to have entertainment. I'm offering a service for those ladies. If they want to hire me as a stripper, they'll hire me as a stripper, I'll do a strip show, and I'll fuck off. If they try to give me their numbers, which ladies have given me their numbers, I, I politely take it, and it will go in a nice little bag with the other hundreds of numbers and scrap pieces of paper and whatever. I was going to say, one, like, what do you reckon are the biggest misconceptions regarding not just the sex industry, but specifically sex workers, you know, from the public that probably has no idea looking in? Um, one, majority of the time they don't think it's a job. It, it is a job. You're a sole trader. Um, so if you don't work, you don't make money. Um, it's a whole... Um, I Some customers think, oh, I'm entitled to, you know, physical action. Um, and then there's the whole dark side of it with the drugs and the rest of it. Um, you know, and they assume... One of the assumptions I, I get that I crack the shits over is they just assume that all sex workers are, are druggies. Yeah. Like, that's the only reason why they got into it. Yeah. That's, to support that's, the habit. To yeah. support their, their drug habit. I was going to say, because like, me and you worked together for like a year and a half or two years or whatever it was, and you were turning up to the same shifts I was, man. It was early morning as fuck, and we might have looked ragged. But, <laughs> and that was a physical job. Like, mm. you know what I mean? So, yeah, I, I totally get it. I understand. That's why I'm asking. Like, you know. I mean, I, I had a customer text message to me, I think, at like 3 a.m. yesterday morning. Um, and the, the message was, hang on, I'll actually, so this is, this is literally live, so, as in, I'm not making this bullshit up, I'm, yeah, 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 um, oh, here we are, okay, so, opening message is, I'd like to fuck you. Is that just a DM That's, that's text? the opening, opening text message. And I've just replied politely and gone, hello, this is not the way to inquire about my services. Hang on. Was this like a, just a text message? This is literally a text so message. So there's no face attached to it? No it's face just, attached to it. Yeah. Out of the blue. And then, goes, and then they replied was, oh, sorry, do you like cocaine? Um, What? Yeah, yeah. Sorry, do you like cocaine? Um, Late 20s and... Whatever. Such and such. Yeah. And I've gone, clearly you have not visited my website, which will give you my opinion on drugs and taking them in a booking. And that's the end of the conversation from this unknown customer. That was at 3am? Yep. So chances are they were off their heads either way. Yeah. They're just browsing whatever net and just found you. Yep. You do that a lot? Yeah. <laughs> you always do that face. <laughs> and I have, I basically have, my replies are so auto that they've literally, it's it's a block and copy. I have all my replies and it's a standard reply. Thinking that you, I mean, you wouldn't take that on anyway. No. If it started like that. No. And, and so, it's, it's getting better, but the assumption is they don't show respect to your fellow human. Not a sex worker, a human. We're all humans. Um, and, yeah, it's, it's 
if you show respect, you're going to get a better outcome. If you don't, you're going to get a shit show. And I've, I've been in it for too long now to waste time. You can. You already have the feel. Of, like you already know what the um the indicators are. If something's going to just go off yeah. rails. So that as an opening message, I'd love to fuck you. That's great. Uh, d- d- that's nice. I, was, I could have replied. You know, so do four hundred thousand other people. But it's still going to cost you. You know, I could have been a complete smart ass and gone. You know, you know, just just you know, show some respect. Hence, the second message was sorry. So a lot of them do. Uh, Partly educate some of these idiots. I don't know whether they're male. I don't know whether they're female. No, but, but that's what I'm saying. If it was like an Instagram DM or a face DM or something, you can sort of see a face, you know, and it's like, okay, whether the account's real or not. But it's like, okay, this is the person, and you can sort of put a face to it and say, all right, I'll deal with this. But a blank text. Yeah. It's just, and three o'clock in the morning, it's jarring. You know, you don't want to look at your phone and see that and say, well, who the fuck is this? You know? Well, I know. Don't reply till 10 a.m. in the morning anyhow, but, you know, <laughs> by then they're asleep or passed out or, you know, who knows what. Do you get random messages? Like, I mean, obviously there's that, but do you get uh, DM'd, like, on social media, like, even more sort of direct and explicit than that, just from total yahoos? Yep. Yep. I get it on I get it on Facebook. I get it on my business page on Facebook. I get it on Instagram. I get it on Twitter. I'll, I'll tell you why I'm sort of asking you this, man. I remember back in um, 2003, no, four, because I just started working at this um, event company. I used to do like articles, you know, like um, like I was young, man. I was like 19, doing yep. like, you know, um, just like just responses to shit and like, you know, whatever, whether it was satire or whether it was like, like an op-ed or some shit. And I went after um, Nova, a uh, radio station when they first started up. Because they aired this skit that was really, really insensitive towards um, uh, ethnic, the ethnic community. Yep. And I wrote an article on it, put it up on my sort of feed. And this is 2004, so there's no Twitter, there's no facey, you yep. know. And I just sent it via email and just sort of became a bit viral to the point where they got bombed with like, hey, they aired my article, they read it on air, and they, they announced my uh, email address. So suddenly I started getting all this mail, yep. good, bad, whatever. And I sort of cracked it because these kids clued onto it from some high school and they, they would have passed it around and they all started attacking me on MSN Messenger. But yep. the idiots had their faces. They had their like real names. They weren't savvy. Like We weren't savvy about social media at that point because it was still just using Messenger. Yep. So what I did was search them, find them, found their school, found who they were and went viral, like basically made, like made little playing cards of all their faces and just hit back and said, all right, dickhead like and i just fired back at them and then they were all panicking like oh my god how do you know all this about me i just you know figured put two and two together and got the whole thing you're in a position where you got people messaging you some fucked up shit but they're using their their accounts how do you not become a vindictive prick and fire back uh i've gotten older <laughs> that's the only reason <laughs> basically i've i've calmed down as i've got, gotten older um they were some of the mistakes yeah. i made young um, thinking back on it, I see that as bad business. It is, yeah, it'd be bad business. It's bad business. So I'm so, now I'm so business orientated going, okay, I get heaps of messages, photos, and God knows what else. If I slam back going and, you know, airing, pl- yeah, airing, 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 airing all that shit out, 
two wrongs don't make a right. Unless, you know, two negatives make a positive. <laughs> um, <laughs> See, that that's what annoys me when, um, I mean, that's how stupid people can be. You know, they can fire off, like, say, they can yeah. send you whatever they want, but it's like they never actually consider the fact that you could do exactly the same thing back. Yeah. Or I could put, you know, the list, their mobile number. Yeah, everything. And, and other things. And with Google, Facebook, Instagram, you link it, you can actually get it all linked together. I have, I see it on my personal Facebook, customers, people you might know have coming up on my search. I haven't actually physically searched for them, but I recognize the face because, oh, that's a customer. There's their real name. That's not the name they've given me. You know, I've got all that, you know, in, the information's there. It's easily... Yeah, because if you've got a number in your phone and then the algorithm picks it up and yep. just says suggested friend, it's like, okay, well, that's not Janice, that's Vicky. Yeah. So people don't realize and, you know, Yes, it's the oldest profession, but you're also entrust people when they hire me. I also entrust that I don't spill yeah, their, no. their details, and not once have I will spill their details. And but because, you ever, have you ever been given a reason to even think that? Oh, look, I've been given plenty of reasons too. You just, you know, but it's bad business. No, it's the definition it, it's, of professionalism. Yeah, it's it, yeah. I see myself as a professional worker. My business, it's my reputation. I'm not going to destroy it for one dickhead customer. Yeah. Have you ever seen, like, you know, colleagues and stuff sort of go down that path? Oh, yeah. Yeah? Big time. Big time. I've, 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 there's been workers in the industry that have bad-mouthed myself and other workers, and they've just got a reputation for don't want to work with them, avoid them, whatever, because... They'll just keep talking, talking, and keep spreading rumours, and God knows what else. There is a whole political side of this business with award shows and things like that. Um, so there is all that crap in the background. I try to avoid it all. What's the, what are the things that like you'd be dealing with, like as far as politics amongst sex workers? Um, politics is um, like one person I worked with that I did few adult movies with, um, don't want to say too much because it can lead to, I won't say the name, but sort of a hint towards them. Um, I believe could have separate personal and business. And so rumours started flying around about me. Um, still do. It's... Eight years later. Eight years. Eight years later. Um, six, no, six to eight years around that time. Um, so, yeah, it's – look, people all believe what they want to believe. I tell them, okay, fine, believe what you want. I'm not going to force you to, to take sides. If you want to believe that, fine. You believe that, mind your own business. I'm going to do my business. If you want to ask me, then come up and ask me. I was going to say, your longevity is like incredible. 
I'd assume this isn't an industry where people can stick around for that long. You get burnout, wouldn't you? Yes. I mean, men- like mentally, it, this would be a taxing job. Yes. I mean, obviously, but ha- like, how long? How have you managed to stay in it for this long? Uh, I've had past partners say that I'm not. In- I'm insane anyhow. So, oh, well, that makes sense. You know, so, and the voices in my head just keep me company. I don't know. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, but like, I mean, when I was a lot when I was a lot younger in my childhood, I went through various things that mentally sort of prepared me to be disattached. Um, so I could switch off. And in my first ten years of business, I sort of honed those skills. So now, um. To be really blunt, female can hire me. I can come in. I can give them a complete boyfriend experience for an hour, a whole weekend. At the end of a job, when I leave, within a couple of hours, I've completely forgotten the entire time frame. I've filed away in the back of my head, never to be thought of ever again, unless they reemploy me, and it all comes back to the front of the head. Because it's relevant. It is relevant. For the experience going forward. But yep. then it just gets filed away. Filed away again. So you, you, you compartmentalize. Do you have anything else that you do like to just sort of decompress and sort of um, debrief? Like even just personally. Like what are your habits, you know? Oh, look. I'm not one for relaxing. Um, <laughs> yeah, the caffeine and the, uh, with, the 80 with hour the, a week schedule, you know. With, with, with the caffeine addiction, um, <laughs> I don't relax, but then again, I have a coffee and I can fall asleep. So, you know, um, work that one out, people. Um, look, if I find things are too intense, I will just. I've, I know. I know the signs to look for now as I've got older, but I still make mistakes. I'm a human, as much as I don't like to believe it. Um, <laughs> I'm a dragon. Um, <laughs> um, so, yeah, I, I, I take time. I do take time out to relax, try to. Uh, and, for, and for me, it's, um, it's watching NASCAR racing. NASCAR? NASCAR racing. Just going around in laps. I, I find that quite relaxing. And I can just see him tuning it, putting it on, just like... Yes. After about 20 that is, minutes. That, that, is, that is quite correct. And, and, and you know, if I, I, I have, probably have a notepad near me, you know, okay, I'm an hour into the race, and I'll fall asleep, so go back the next day, <laughs> go back to an hour, hour, and then continue watching the race. You know, it might yeah. take me a week to get the whole race in because I've just relaxed <laughs> and dozed off. Or, yeah. Something like that, but that's that's what I I use to sort of relax is is NASCAR. Do NASCAR. you feel as um I mean obviously you got competition, but do you feel there's a camaraderie among sex workers generally? No, nah. you're saying it's just that cutthroat. Like, it, it's it's cutthroat. Everyone's ready to out backstab each other. Really? Yeah. Has it always been like that, or uh, just now because it's getting sort of more? It's more now out in the open, uh, because of all the social media stuff I see. Um, agencies, brothels—they're all backstabbing each other. Uh, the girls do it. The guys do it. It's 
Uh, I'm just too old for that shit. I was going to say, is it just slander just on the other worker? Like putting yeah, out a rumour or some shit? Yeah, it's it's slander. Um, it's it's slander, but, you know, it's also undercutting, trying to undercut someone. You know, so if someone's offering $300 an hour, I'll do it for 250 But then once you get into the booking, oh, it's an extra 50 bucks if you want to do that. So now it's back up to 300 Oh, no, you want to do that now, it's even more. Uh, so there is one sort of ethnic group that tends to do that and just, they just destroy it for, for themselves. Would a brothel environment theoretically be a safer environment, say, for a female worker specifically? Um, in theory, it should be. In theory. Um, it's one of the few things I haven't done is worked in a brothel or owned one. It's on the cards. Yeah. <laughs> I wouldn't mind owning one and running one uh, because it's literally the last thing left to do in the industry um, to run a brothel. Um, I believe I put a Facebook post out saying what would people, to, to name a brothel, you know, Dragon's Den or I've, I don't know what they've come up with. I have to go back to the post. <laughs> um <laughs> If you put it on Instagram, I probably would have responded. I don't do. I don't actually um, do Facebook. Instagram, I, I get banned too often. Really? Oh yeah. What do you post that's not safe? Look, I follow a lot of like hip hop models and just amateur models, you know, from the states and stuff, and I'm constantly seeing accounts just disappear and reappear. Yeah, it's a lot it's of for sh- nothing. Yeah, it's a lot of shadow banning and God knows what else. I, that's why I don't post a lot of regular stuff. That's what I actually went and got my website, did my own website because. I was fed up with Instagram banning me, and and I'd lost every time Instagram bans me. I've worked it out; it's anywhere between ten to twenty thousand dollars worth of potential income I lose straight away. Jesus, straight off the back. Instagram's gone loony. I I called my cousin in a, a moron or a bitch or something, and um, I got shadow banned for like a week. Yeah, I was calling my cousin an idiot. You yeah, because they called me out on something. Yeah, like it. it because it's an American company, it has to follow American rules. Yeah. And thanks to Donald Trump, <laughs> which we were leading into something, uh, thanks to Donald Trump signing some laws back in 2018, those Foster-Ester laws, there are, sub-clause, there are sub-clause in those laws that if the United States find out that you're a sex worker, you're banned from the country. What? Yep. Hence why I'm banned from America. And it's a 10-year ban after I stopped working. How? What actually happened? Nothing. I was going over to America again for another holiday, which I'd already been to America two or three times prior. Um, and when uh, Homeland Security, Border Security, took me into the... Uh, Interview room. I was going to say because I've been to the states, and when I went there, they I thought we were going to get rubber gloved. We're doing, and we were there in 2011. Yep. So a long, long, long time ago, and they were asking a million questions. I've done the visa, I've done everything, and I was like, "Mate, I'm just here for two, three weeks. Like, what's the big deal?" Uh, America is one of the very few countries in the world that, yeah, trying to get into that country is, it's a prick. Okay, so Homeland's taking you in. So um, they took. They took me in, um, interviewed me, and before they realised I could read upside down, I had um, 
<laughs> worked out that they'd found my Instagram account and found my Scotify ads that were here advertising work, sex yeah. work in Australia. And they just assume I was a drug taker, assume I was there to make money to pay for drugs. Uh, they assume I was on drugs at the time. And um, they were even possibly thinking that I was trying to stay in their country. Based on what, man, that you did sex work? Yes. So what happened? After 14 hours of interrogation, they put me on a flight and went back to, back to this rock. 14 hours? 14 hours. What the fuck were they doing for 14 hours? Asking the same question six different ways. What we? I mean, at that point... So I gave them the same answer six different ways. <laughs> I just view you being a stubborn mule in fucking home. I was stubborn as... Fuck, man. I didn't think that would happen, not for something like that. Yep. Do you have any right at that point? Or is like that's the end of it? Like, as in, it's so fat, so... I'm not, not uh, Novi Djokovic, so I don't have lots of money to hire lawyers to fight against the government. And when I told Homeland Security, I'm going, fine, I'll take my hard-earned working money, I'll go spend it in uh, maybe Canada and Mexico. Fuck United States. Because as much as I'm a NASCAR fan, yeah, so I don't get to see any more races. <laughs> Not for 10 years after you're yeah. done. Fuck. That's, that's on your record now. I think that would actually happen. Yeah. It's, it's on my passport record, yeah. Yeah. What, um, as far as, how did you actually get into adult films? Were you actually approached by someone or? Um, you- I was looking to get into film. Um, now, this is what I get asked quite a bit from especially from blokes, how to get into the film. It's pretty dead over here now with the internet. It's taken a lot of money out of the industry because everyone just goes online and gets it for free. Yeah, gets an online plans. Like, and- I've, 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 I've recently come across a movie I did for a company here and found the full-length movie online that anyone can find if they know what to search for. What do you have to search for? <laughs> you don't use the words Dragon Knight, put it that way. Um, so, you know, that movie was complete. And that was literally the first time, apart from doing the movie, that was actually the first time I'd actually seen the movie. You saw it online? As I, in- like, I, when the company that I worked for that hired me to do this movie, so I saw this, the, the quick 10-second preview on their, on their website, that was it. I got paid for the job, so I wasn't expecting to see... No, that's the end of your yeah, that's agreement. Yeah, that's the end of my agreement. I might put a link up saying, here, this is what I've done. Here's my 10-second preview for future references for other employers. Um, and then when I was doing my website, I'm going, oh, just let's have a search around, um, especially after um, Pornhub cleared out their servers. Um, let's let's do a search, and lo and behold, I came across the full-length movie of 33 minutes. Fuck. I'm going, damn. <laughs> okay, fair enough. Do you report anything? Can you report anything? No. Nah. It would just get uploaded to some other website, and I actually then going, okay, so then I... Did some coding work and found it on two other sites, the full-length movie. Whether they're all owned by the same company, who knows? But those 
those websites, things like that, they pop up, disappear straight away. Okay. Like, Let me ask you a question. Yep. With this movie that you did, were you, given, were you given a script of any kind? Or was it just like a you're starting off and here's a number? Um, like, did you have direction? Bet- between was- me and my female performer, we sort of had, and the, and, and the director sort of came up with a little bit of a storyboard. Um, but basically, it was a one one take one take shot. So when he said action, that was it. When we finished, we finished. Yeah, I was going to say, how do you feel? In um, are you still trying to get into doing more movies? Or um, I just did one recently yesterday. <laughs> of course, you did. <laughs> what a stupid question. Um, look, I would like to do more because um, I find it challenging. Um, in the sense that to get some of those angles that you see online, you have to limber up. <laughs> okay, it's it's. Hey, this is a pretty impressive uh, pose over here on your card. Yeah, you're angling, you're arching your back in ways I can't do it right now. It's much sciatica um, issue. So yeah, it's it's. I accept the, the it's a it's a physical challenge. It's also a mental challenge as well. I mean, you've got to be in complete control of your body. And basically, you're not, you, you've got to blow your load at the right time. Because if you don't, you're, you're, you're out of work. The, I mean, that's what makes me laugh when, um, when I, I've got like, people, like, not even mates, just you meet someone at a party or whatever, and they say something like, oh, I could easily fuck, you know, fuck on camera. And I'm like, really? So you could fuck with like five other dudes standing around, one holding a sound boom, you know, yep. another guy, oh, they be there. I'm like, you're an idiot. <laughs> like, yeah. you have no idea what to expect. I, I've, I've I've had exactly the same thing. And I'm going, okay. And I go, drop your pants and get a hard on. Yeah, exactly. Well, okay. Here's 50 bucks. Yeah, do it. What? What? Too scared? Hang on. There's no time for preparation. Yeah, come on. You got to bar up on command, like literally. So, you know, um, and it gets a lot harder as you get older. That's what I was going to say. When... All the pills started coming out, the fancy little blue pills. Did you find the industry changing again? Um, there, were, there were blokes that were doing porn um, that were at least 10. I remember doing one of my very first films. Um, so there was four males on set and there was nine females on set. Um, now, that had Australia's... Uh, Number one female porn star at the time, Australia's number one male porn star at the time on set, and quite a few others that were high ranking at the at the time, and there was a couple of newbies. I was a newbie. Um, I've seen you with your lunchbox just standing there. Yeah. Where do I clock on? Um, do I get a uniform? Um, name tag at least. Went smoko. Um, so, and because I've done extra work for big Hollywood movies and things like that, and when I asked the director, I've gone, oh, so what do you want? How many scenes and things like that? I've gone, oh, well, you know, it, it might be six hours. I've gone, what you want with the amount of people here, this is a 14 to a 16-hour day. Okay, no problems. I'll be over in the court here reading a book, <laughs> not on my phone, as I was the only one on the book. 
Uh, I was the oldest one there, and I was 36. Oh, wow. And I was the oldest one by a few years at least. There was young blokes there had that had taken little blue pills that could not perform. They were too nervous. They couldn't come. Even with the pill? Even with the pill. Okay. Except for the old fart in the corner in the book. <laughs> He's just, huh, I'm on? Oh, yeah. okay. No problem. He just walks in, basically ready to go, just as he's pulling strides down. <laughs> ready to go. Um, so that was, that was, that was, I'm pretty sure that was my first film. I think that was back in 2012 or 13. How do you feel about like OnlyFans and Cam Soda and all that sort of coming in? Look, I've done webcamming before. Webcamming or in a sense of like the old school sort of sense of webcamming? Sort of, yeah, the old old school sense. Um, It comes down to time. Time versus money. It worked out to be the amount of hours spent on camera and for the amount of pay that I could charge, it was cheaper to work at Macca's serving fries. Yeah. I'd make more money serving 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 fries at Macca's, so I got I got rid of it. It's I didn't for me, I couldn't see the amount of time and effort versus Reward wasn't wasn't cutting it for for my timeline. Yeah, okay. My, for my time now, OnlyFans and things like that, uh, I'm banned from OnlyFans. Why? Because I'm an escort. You can't be an escort and have an OnlyFans account. Well, put it this way: they didn't like it when I signed up, and that was during COVID times. I'm thinking, yeah. fuck it, I'll sign up just to put up a few pictures to send. Basically, traffic to my website. Yeah. It's all to do with the algorithm, send traffic to my website. Um, I couldn't even get past the, the verification process. They go, no, because you're a sex worker. But that's what they're selling. Just uh, well, not- I, I politely replied, I've gone, and I just quickly rattled off. I've gone, OnlyFans account, OnlyFans account. I said, these are all the OnlyFans account. Guess what? They are all sex workers. But why are you discriminating? Yeah. And what was the response? Nothing. I'm confused. Like, a lot of them are sex workers. Yeah, I know. And, and so maybe if they are not out there, they, 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 use a, they use a different name. Okay, but they're still selling sex, like, online. Now, selling sex online and selling sex face-to-face, two different ball games here. They're different ball games, but... You could tie them into the same sort of industry, couldn't it's the you? Same, it's the same industry. Yeah. It's just like modelling for, for the old People magazine. You're still getting paid for X-rated stuff, but it's it's the interaction with the fellow human face-to-face. Um, where OnlyFans, they, they see it as, okay, so someone does a photo shoot, it could be explicit, very explicit, Um and people will pay to see that photo set where they that's that's what OnlyFans model sort of but they don't possibly know that that person then has a different name, a whole different identity, and they're out doing what I do. Um that's also OnlyFans is a lot of it is American based, which prostitution is illegal over there. 
it is still illegal in Nevada, where they do have that ranch. Um, <laughs> they just sort of turn a blind eye to it, but it is prostitution is illegal in all fifty-two states in America. Um, America is actually quite prudish, and the girls over there who I know, they call themselves everything else but an escort. So they are promotional models, dancers, companions, personal assistants, you name it. They call it everything else but what it is. I actually can't, I can't remember when it was. It was like a light bulb moment like a while ago. Like all the, you know, models that I follow on Instagram or whatever. I just thought, hmm. So I took their name, punched in like OnlyFans, XXX, Google and video. And all of a sudden you're seeing them doing everything under the sun. I just went, how did I not think of this a long time ago? But then the appeal wore off after that. Like it's not even, I didn't even explore it past that point because for me, that's not what I was looking for to begin with. Do you know what I mean? I'm looking at aesthetic or whatever their personality is. And that was the draw for me. And it just seemed like now it's like you could punch in anyone's name on, on Google and find a video of them somewhere doing something, you know? Yeah. I was, for me, the, the whole OnlyFans thing, I feel like cheapens the whole industry. It and does, because you see them for, 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 you know, for the next two hours, it's this price. They are undercutting each other left, right, and center. Yeah. Basically, and of course, OnlyFans still takes their cut. So they're all undercutting each other, so their profit margins are less, and OnlyFans still get their pay. It's like um, some of the strip joints here. Um, one used, used to charge a house fee of $50 for the girls to use the locker, the showers, and everything else for the facilities. So they would put on 150 girls. So 50 bucks by 150 the club has paid for all the booze, paid for their waiters, paid for their security. They paid before even the first patron has ever walked in the door and brought a beer. So, you know, they're still taking their cut. You know, it's, it's, that, it's that whole mentality. And, you know, and then the girls are trying to fucking undercut each other. I mean, yeah. And that's the thing. I'm, I'm really, I'm not, again, I don't want to sound like I'm surprised, but I'm just, it's just sort of, it's not, it's alarm. It's somewhat alarming to know that it's such a ruthless industry and not necessarily because of the patrons, but more because of the, the workers themselves are just this cutthroat, like there's no camaraderie, you know? No, they, 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 they're cutting off the nose despite the face. That's what I'm saying. Like you're thinking in an industry that where there, you do have potential dangers, you know, potential dangers like shitty clients or, you know, uh, you get sick or whatever, and you're still stabbing everyone else in the back. That really is actually disheartening. I was going to ask you, what are you, in regards to health and safety for yourself, yep. is there anything that's like mandated that you have to sort of do regularly? Okay. In Victoria, with being a licensed uh, registered sex worker, um, I am. it's not enforced, but it does say that um, I'm required to get a full STI test every three months. I think it's every three months. Um, three or six months, but I'm pretty sure it's three months. Um, but it's not, you know, as a, as a sole trader, I don't have someone, the business of, have you done your test this week? Yeah, you're not pissing in a cup and handing it to anyone. It's yeah, just- yeah, have you done your test this week? Where brothel work, the, the brothels will then insist on their workers, you know, have you, had, have you got a clearance certificate? We need... Uh, you're due for test to get, you know, 
get your clearance certificate. Um, but a brothel is the the worker is still a sole trader, just working at a premises. Sort of like a, a hairdresser when they rent a chair at, at a salon. Correct. Okay, I got that now. So, you know, that worker is gone. Yeah, they can go get their their do their tests. If they've cleared, they then can hand that certificate to the brothel manager, and you okay, you could hire a room, and then you know the brothel takes their cut. The girl. Takes. What about for yourself though? Like, as in, you're not monitored. It's just sort of. Me, I, I tend to do mine every four to six weeks. I'll, I'll go get tested. I do. Now, would that be dependent as well on the frequency of clients and stuff? Frequency of clients depends on what I'm doing. If I'm doing like the porn shoot I just did the other day, I wasn't quite sure whether we were going to use condoms or not. I asked my female co-star to go get tested. She hadn't thought about it. I said, please go get tested. Bring your test results. I will bring mine. It's... Common, That's common courtesy, yeah. It, it's a common courtesy to show respect. I've gone, you know, here we are. If you want to see, you know, last last test results, I'll show you those. If you want to see six years ago, I'll show you those too. I don't care. I've got a pile of paperwork. It's the whole tree. Put <laughs> um, your filing cabinet in your house. <laughs> yeah, basically, basically. I've gone through and thrown most of them out. Dick it's health. Like, <laughs> it's, it's like tax records. I only keep them for seven years. Uh, <laughs> Just burning these documents in a fire. Um... <laughs> Hope Greenpeace is a listing or the EPA. Um, so, yeah. is that a was that a, was that a big concern for you, man? Like moving in, obviously, forget when you're young, you know, and you're sort of going balls deep head first. Like, yeah, you're not thinking about it. But I mean, has obviously your health minded? Have you ever not taken a job because you thought, you know what, this is kind of sketchy? Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, I've 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 seen even massage customers, and, you know. I'm going, I'm going, yeah. like, Just your face. I've, yeah. I've, uh, excuse me, have you, um, you got an itch or, um, I'm seeing know, redness. You got some red spots, um, you know, have, have you, have you, you know, have you gone to a GP? And, you know, I try to be fairly diplomatic and, and, and show respect. You've got bedside manner, like, yeah. you're not just, um, yeah. I'm actually going, ooh, I'm not touching that. Um, you know, I go, yeah, I highly recommend you go see someone. Yeah. See someone and, you know, get checked out. If you're all clear, come back and if you come back and show me the thing, I'll give you a discount. Yeah. You know, it's that whole business orientated going, look, I don't want to offend you. I said, but just go get yourself checked out and come back and, you know, yeah. because you've taken the time to do it, I'll give you a discount. You know, it's you've shown me respect. I'll show you respect. I'll, um, you know, you would have had people react negatively, though. Oh yeah. How do you handle that? There's the door. Get out. Really? Or see ya. I'm out the door. Yeah. It's yeah. I mean, it's you you're tiptoeing. And, and and you know, the ones where it's I'm out the door is is you know. I'll give you half your money back because you're still paying for my time. I've driven all this way. I've employed my security or my driver. Do you always have a driver? Let's say I'm assuming that you have regulars or, you know, you've had regular clients that you sort of trust. You've developed rapport with them. Yep. I'm assuming you take a driver on new jobs. 
new jobs or I, I let my business manager know that, you know. I'll I'm, be here. Like, I'll, be, I'll be here, et cetera, et cetera. I should be out by this time. If you don't hear from me, <laughs> sell my guitar. Um, <laughs> Don't let don't let science take my body. <laughs> don't forget to feed the cat. Um, you know, <laughs> I was going to say, what's your average length of a booking typically? Um, actually, okay. hang on, I'll cut myself off. Okay, you said to me that when you were younger, you were hitting up like forty. Sort of, there was a, like a, an age disparity because they were treating you as a toy boy. Yep. What's your average customer now? Now these days, it's anywhere from twenty to sixty. Really. Yeah, uh, even, just, even 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 older than sixty. But it's it, it's like it's a yeah. But see, older than sixty would put them in the same sort of category as when you were twenty to forty. Correct. Exactly. You're still because I'm now yeah over forty. Exactly. So it's still that the age disparity is the same, but it's more just you've got your broader as a, as it turns. Yeah, to. yeah. Bro- broader. My market's a lot broader. I also have male and female customers. Because of the amount of services I offer, I cater for both. Both because it's just good business. Yeah, no, I, I get it. So, what is the average booking then? The average booking is generally between two to three hours on average. But then I also have quite a few weekend bookings. Okay, here's a question: How often would you get a repeat client now? You know, like I booked you once, I'm nervous, la, la, la. Yep. You know what? Come back again in two weeks. Sometimes that has happened. Yeah? Yep, two weeks. Uh, I had a customer there um, every four weeks. Like like clockwork sort of thing. More or less like clockwork. <laughs> Why? Well, you got as, the little as, grin as, again. As, <laughs> well, grin this, again. <laughs> this, this customer was more into sort of, of, of fetishes and things like that. So basically for this customer, as soon as the body healed, Oh, okay, yeah. It, it was on the it, extreme end of whatever. Yeah, it was on. It was very much on an extreme end, a service that's not a lot of people won't provide where I don't care. <laughs> I My, will provide. If money's no one, green. <laughs> yep. If no one else provides it, I will because <laughs> there's a market for it. There's a market for everything. See my prices on my website. Exactly. Yeah, I get I'm it. I'm all-inclusive. And clothing optional. <laughs> okay. So, so you're meeting like, let's say you've got, you know, I don't know, let's say there's 20 clients in a year, okay? Yep. How many of them are you sort of seeing more than once? It could it could completely vary. So it's never, it's yeah, always I, nondescript. Like, yeah, I could I could see the, out of the, those 20 customers, one customer could book me for every four weeks for like six months of the year. And then I would have seen for the rest of the year. Then one customer would book me like every three months. It could be a two-hour booking here. It could be a four-hour booking next one. Two-hour booking here. Um, who knows? It's where are you finding yourself going to most? Like private residences, hotels. Like where is it? Where are you finding yourself most of the time? Like um, if you had to wait between the two, probably private- probably more private residence. Really? Yep. Okay. Because if. Um, I do go to hotels, but forget the the customer is also then going to hire that hotel. Yeah. Um. So the hotel work is more interstate customers that have come to Melbourne. Yeah. Um. For the Victorian customers, it's me going to them. Um. But I also go interstate, so I do have gone to customers' houses in in 
Camp Australia, Tasmania, New South Wales. How do you go about that? Like as far as like having a like a you know like a, a guard or a driver. Um, I check in with my business manager. Okay. So I'll I for big for those bookings they tend to be a full weekend booking. I was so, going to say there'd be a lot more screening. So like, there's it, yeah, it's a lot more screening, a lot more prep time. So I ask a lot of questions. I'll have a conversation with them normally over the phone, maybe a video chat with them prior to the booking. So there's a bit of repertoire. So I'm not just turning up on the doorstep, this person from interstate, staying in their house for, for two and a half days, three days, you know, walking around, leaving the toilet seat up, whatever, you know, <laughs> living boyfriend. That's the full boyfriend experience. Yeah, full bo- you left your jocks on the laundry floor. Like, yeah, yeah, well. Yeah. You know, I, I mowed the front lawn for them, you know, serviced the car, you know. Being a qualified mechanic, I can, but, you know. Um, you know, fix the light bulb, you know, whatever. It's, it's, so there's a whole repertoire built up, and so the screening process is a lot longer, but for security-wise, my business manager is, you know, I might have asked to show photos of the house, you know, or encourage them to, you know, this is what my house looks like, Google map it, you know. This is, yeah, this is where I am. This is where I am. And my business manager goes, you know, and I said, I tell the customer, I'm going, look, you know, I do need my time alone in the booking as well. Um, I've got to check in with my business manager um, because while I'm with you, my work phone and, and my business manager is, you know, I'm taking, I've, I work 24-7. So if my phone goes off, I still need to, talk to customers and other customers because when I finish with you, you know, if I've got, if I'm in South Australia and, and I'm working here, well then, you know, if I've got a customer that's halfway on the yeah. way home and if I'm driving, I'm going, well, I'm, I'm going to stop in and take that, that three hour booking, then just delay my, eventually make my, carry on. Okay. Get my ass back, back home. <laughs> Feed the cat. <laughs> Feed the cat. I'm a human. So, you know, we're all humans. Yeah, no. we all have pets and and well, young ones to look after. So you know, yeah. I was going to say, I know you mentioned about like you know keeping it professional, not blurring the lines, all that sort of stuff, and you've made your, your slip ups. Have you had anyone that's generally turned into like a friend, past work, or you really hard line it where you don't let it bleed in? I would no, it's a, it's a hard line. I have had customers that they've gone, oh, you know, I would. Yeah, I'd like to like to see also. You know, I've paid for you, but I also like to see you as a friend as well. I don't say no, but I sort of steer conversations away from that and sort of keep it towards business orientated. Um, yeah, you know, every so often, you know, I might send them a message on, on Facebook. And go, oh, you know, if I've got them on Facebook, um, you know, hello, how things going? You know. Maybe like a post or two on their on their page, laugh at a meme, whatever. Keep it very sort of simple, and not get too. If you're facey friends, and that's okay. That's no big deal, sort of thing. Like you keep it there, and that's where it sort of sits. It's not going to be like yeah, come to my birthday party, sort of thing. Yeah, nothing, nothing like that. It's, Have you running into people? Surely you've been in the bar or something and seen someone. Look, there there have been people that have seen me. Um, you know, they've, oh, can I get can I get a photo? Okay, you get a photo. You're a fan. You can get a photo. Uh, that happened at a, at a I went to a um, car show. 
Car show. Car show. Hot rod show. <laughs> and someone saw me going, oh, you just won Best Male Escort. Yes, I did. <laughs> what? Which, when? When was this? Uh, 2019 and 2020, I won Best Male Escort in Australia for the X Awards. Two years in a running. Uh, 2021 competition got cancelled due to COVID. Who? But, 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 <laughs> 2022, it's on again, and I do want to win it for the third year in a row. How do you win it? Who votes? Fans. Anyone? Fans. Customers. All right, got to flick me the link before, uh, when you fuck when, off. When, yeah, when, when we fuck off from here. When, when, when it's up and running. Okay. Oh, I'll, plug, I'll plug the shit out of it, man. By all means, thank you very Two much. Two years in a row. I'll give you a bit of a discount if you want. <laughs> How did, what's the criteria? I was in like, is it just literally just click and vote sort of thing? Or? It's generally a click and vote. Um, some competitions are... Uh, no, I won't go into it. It's just... There's a lot of legal things at the moment, so I've got to be careful what I say happening okay. in the background between award shows. How many award shows are there in, in generally in, in Oz? Generally, there was only one. Then there was two. Now there is three, but two of them are going head-to-head with a legal battle. Okay. I do the other one. I don't like drama. Drama is a waste of time, money, and effort. I am, I am, I am pure business, and I like to keep it that way. Fucking hell. Um, I was just going to say, I don't know what time you had to wrap, but we're about two and a half hours in. Yeah, I know. So, um, yeah, I, I don't take any more of your time. You're not charging me for this yet. So <laughs> The invoice is in the mail. Trust me. It's got a lovely letterhead. <laughs> From the offices of D. Knight. Yeah, yeah exactly. Just the fuck. Um, I'll, look, I'll, I'll leave it because I know you're busy. I'm just going to no, say. it's all good. I just want to ask, like, if you had anything to say in regards to, like, A- I just want you like your final thought, yep. man, on a the perception of sex workers to the general population, and then b anyone considering actual sex work, what they need to consider. I know we touched on it, but just like as an overarching sort of thing. Okay, so question A was what is like the general misconceptions that are out there, and what what people shouldn't realise. <sighs> Misconception is. Like you said, the whole drug thing. But yeah, it's like, if you could say one thing to anyone looking at a sex worker or the sex industry in, in its whole, you know? It, it's a job. It's it's just a job. The professionals, uh, like myself, it's just a job. That's all it is. It's a means to an end, like your day job, your nine to five job. If you're a night shift worker, those jobs, it's just a job. That's all it is. You see it for anything else other than it's just a job, then you're in it for the wrong wrong reasons. If you don't like the job, you choose a different job. People have done that with their with their day jobs, night jobs. If they don't like it, their boss is a prick. They get up and move. They go find another job. Sex work, you're you're a, you're a business yourself. If you don't like it, you get out of it. Don't stay in it. Because you're just going to ruin yourself. Do you reckon there are like long term, like let's say someone wants to pick, like jump into it, and then you know two months later they, they, they've had enough, right? Maybe they've seen five yep. clients. Do you reckon there's long term effects to that? Depends how they've handled it. Um, 
some people have, I think, extreme cases. Some would be scarred for life. Some won't be. Um, some won't look back on it 10 years later and go, well, that was a fucking waste of two months of my yeah, life. Yeah, that's it. I could have done something else. Um, who knows? Everyone's everyone's different. Everyone's hindsight is different. Whatever they think about their past. Me, personally, I try not to because it's in the past. It's a waste yeah. of time. I'm sort of like that as well, man. If something's happened, you can't change it, can't do anything about it. You can learn from it and grow, but you worry about what's coming up. You don't worry about what's happened, like it's done. Yeah. Yeah. I was going to say, with social media and all that sort of shit, it's a lot harder to hide from some things like that. Like, um, Yeah, social media is, these days, it's impossible to hide your true identity. It's quite easy to find out information. If you're savvy enough to look for it, you can find out just about everything. Um, I know quite a few techniques um, because of the way I screen customers. Um, I'm not going to divulge. And, you know, there is that risk. You know what's amazing to me is um, when you look at, like, a profile on, on say, Instagram or whatever, and it's, you know, it's a model or something, and you'll have a dude in there talking absolute smack, you know, say some horrific, you know, yep. totally disrespectful shit. Then you click into him and he's got his profile open. Like, it's not on private. It's not on anything. It's his, and you go in and it's, hey, man, there's a picture of you and your wife and your kids. There's where you work. I've got, there's your location. Yep. It's, hey, it's, hey, like, people don't get it. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. It, it, it was like all the, 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 the bullshit that came out with, with COVID and, and, you know, the, the governments want to, the governments want to, especially in America, this was the funniest thing I saw in it. It's, you know, the government wants to track you. I'm going, if you've got a smartphone, they know where you are. It might just take a court order, but they know where you are. I said, even if your phone's turned off, the GPS is still sending a signal to the satellites because your Google Maps will still work offline because it still knows where you are. I think, you know, the, the misinformation thing really exploded during COVID because everyone had their own agenda, whatever it was, whether you're left or right or whatever. And... What really baffles me is someone's inability to actually screen and fact check things past the point of their satisfaction. Like I've got, you know, this happens all the time. It happened today. Mate of mine sent me a, you know, a misinformation thing, you yep. know, oh, fake news, this, this and that. And I said, mate, I just Googled the same thing again and came up with a, that is just a hoax. Like, look, you know, it's a hoax. Sent me your next thing. You know, look at this. I said, yeah, but that's coming from the camp that you support, man. Like you haven't actually filtered the whole thing through. And it happens all the time with different people. Yeah, I mean, you know, take a whole president. His entire thing was fake news, fake news, fake news. Yeah. But it takes two seconds to actually Google past the point yeah, of where what you're look, seeing. As I've said, people are going to believe what they want to believe. I'm going, that's fine. If you believe in, in unicorns, <laughs> go right ahead. I'm not going to stop you. If I want to believe in the devil, that's fine. You know, it... Uh, um, I tried to avoid the whole whole religion thing, but you know when people go, oh, I, they go, oh, do you believe in God? No, I don't. Um, I said, do you believe in God? Yeah, they go, yeah. I said, do you believe in the devil? No. I said, well, how can you have one without the other? I said, it's yin yang. You you got to balance life out. Oh, oh. Um, clearly, you haven't really thought about things deep deeply. You know, um. So, yeah, I just... 
Like for people, look for people, the record, the goth label is something that people, if you don't know about it, then you really will never know about it because it's just a mess. People have the wrong fucking idea. Man, I used to listen to Rage Against the Machine. I used to get told, "Oh, it's devil music." I'm like, why? Because it's got the story guitars. Like, Rage Against the Machine was such a politically driven band. You know what I mean? But dude, I listen to Cradle of Filth. I listen to Rotting Christ. Yep. Dude, we are what we are. You know yeah, what I mean? I mean, um, as even as a muso, I've gone to people going. Oh, that's a really good, you know, they, they talk about songs and I've gone, I've gone, and I, I tell them, I said, every song is a love song. Really? That's actually a good theory. Every song's a love song. Depends on who, who how you interpret the song. You may not say, okay, take Cradle of, uh, let's take, um, not even Cradle of, I can't even remember half their name, uh, the songs and their names. Oh, their let's, songs, their songs are so let's, convoluted. Let's, let's take uh, Iron Maiden, uh, Number of the Beast. Okay. Okay. For an example, there's yeah. a song title in the band. Okay, so I guarantee someone out in the world thinks that's a love song. To that, something happened to them while that song was on. They associate it with it being a love song. Then someone else associates it with suicide. Someone else associates it with with marriage or, or divorce. Um, you know, yeah, no, it's open to interpretation. It's, ah. op- it's open to yeah, exactly, and everyone's got a different opinion. That's why I say every song that's ever produced is a love song or a love song to someone. It's how you interpret it. I might not interpret it as a love song. You might. Someone else might. You know. Um, I was going to say, all right, we'll make this the final thing. <laughs> this is the final now, one. Was that question A that we only just answered? <laughs> then I went to question B. You sort, of, you sort of bled both A and B and then you, you went back to A and then we talked about love songs. Uh, B was anyone getting into the industry, what they really should premeditate before getting in. Okay, if you want to get into the industry, one, look me up first. <laughs> um, I could do consultant fees. Um, same rate as my escort fees. Um, look, if you want to get into the industry, first I would have to say, really think why you want to get in. Okay. It's not just something, oh, right, tomorrow I'm going to be a sex worker. You know, um, you really have to think about it. Today you have to think about it. Even back when I did it, you've started you've got to think about it um there's just a lot more involved than just being you know turning up to someone's doorstep and going wham bam thank you ma'am they may not like that they might they might want 50 um 50 minutes of foreplay before any penetration and then foreplay is a whole ball game in itself um you know, your your objective is to make the customer happy. How you get to make the customer happy depends on the customer. Um, so if you really want to get in, in into the industry, you need to know why you want to get into it. And you've got to have a business plan. You are a business. So if you like to talk, you know, talk shit on social media... Customers are going to find that out. Some customers are like like that. Some customers might not. You could lose work. I run another business, right? I run a business, but I there is no way known tied to this podcast. Even my clients will say to me, "Oh, you do a podcast?" I'm like, yeah. What is it? Maybe after. Yep. Maybe after yep. we finish with business. Yeah. Long <sighs> after, because my opinions and what I do on this thing will affect. Yeah. Work, whether you like it or not. 
So, yeah, if people want to get into the industry, it is not as simple as what they see on TV and what Hollywood makes it out to be and all that. I, I, was, I had this running thing for ages. Pretty Woman, the only reason why you'd think she was a sex worker is because she dressed stereotypically as one in that era. You never see her actually do anything half. Like, do you, do you know what I mean? Yeah. I can't stand it. That portrayal, just the glamorizing of, like, everything. Well, I'm I'm a, I'm a sex worker, and yet you know I've turned up to this podcast and wearing a shirt and jeans today. You know, next week when I go clubbing, you know, I plan to wear a a, um, a leather Roman style kilt. Now, I've, I think I will wear underwear underwear. <laughs> you think it's up in the air? It's up in the air t- at the moment. <laughs> Depends if it's cold. I, 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 very good. Very good. <laughs> Very good point there, but it's always hot inside the club, so who knows? Um, you know, I could. I don't like news words. I could dress like a slut, so to speak. Um, I may not. I may go full Victorian Gothic style. I don't know, but yeah, people assume, as as you said, that they they assume by the way you you dress what you are, and that's why I haven't been able to work in brothels. When I've applied for jobs in brothels, they go, oh, you're too goth. I've come in with no makeup, black jeans, dress shoes, a tie. A tie. A tie. <laughs> as, as, as a job interview, yeah, because yeah. this is a job. And they go, no, you're too goth. They can already see too goth. Where I could have walked in with my walking cane, top hat, Lestat outfit. Lestat. Um... <laughs> He was a badass, man. You know, so that whole sort of get up and, you know, I got the same response. Lestat. <laughs> First thing I think of. No, no, I can't, no. can't do Twilight because they just twinkle. To- I know, to- I Twilight twinkle. weren't vampires, man. I, Lestat was a vampire. I don't twinkle. <laughs> unless I'm paid enough. <laughs> you might even shine. Yeah, I might, I might shine if you pay me enough. Oh, look, man, look, again, your time is money, so I, I'm just, I'll cut it here. But thank you, man, for coming down. It's all good. Um, flick me all your links, everything. I'll pump it through uh, my field as well. Um, I appreciate it, man. I appreciate the honesty. Seriously. Like, it's just can- – I like candid conversations, and you haven't held back on shit, which is really – I really appreciate it. Now, look, if you're out there, you're listening to this podcast, feel <laughs> free to look me up. It is www.dragonknight.com.au. Uh, I am Australia's only gothic male stripper, escort, masseuse, porn star. Um, yeah, feel free to look me up, shoot me a message. You're like a quadruple threat. I'm going to add the fact that uh, Knight is N-I-G-H-T, not K-N-I-G-H-T. Yes, that is correct. And I am the only Dragon Knight in the country. Can I put this up on my socials? By all means, Done. feel free. I'll take a photo of it and I'll, I'll, I'll put it out. Feel free. <laughs> If you get banned, don't blame me. <laughs> Thanks, man. <laughs> Just to top off this, anyone that does know me, if the coffin's rocking, don't bother knocking. <laughs> Hold up.